0: can say a thing you don't say to people or I new mean, parents you don't tell them how tired they are or aren't <laughs> you don't i mean i think if I,
1: I, I think it would be worse if you weren't
0: a parent and you said that
1: true i
0: right true yeah that is worse you're right you're right so they don't whatever. want to hear hey you look tired or you yeah you shouldn't say that to anyone new parents no, you should not. Say it don't, that, don't but, say that but,
1: yeah don't say that because like by all means they probably are tired and if anything they're tired of your shit so they probably don't want to hear
0: it yeah who wants to hear that they're tired, We're I'm tired, tired.
1: Of to you and or dre <laughs> well, I'll, I'll 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 take your credit I'll, I'll take the tiredness all day because i am i'm hella tired <laughs>
0: <laughs> no i was actually gonna say you don't sound tired but still
1: i just just well actually christina not- for a good like half hour so i, I appreciate that Mm-hmm kind of like get your naps here wherever you right you're like and not not technically where you sleep either just like if you can just close your eyes wherever you're sitting that's yeah. technically a nap too so
0: i have i have uh caught my my dad um watching each of my children when they were babies yeah uh and sleeping like he they were they were in his arms on his lap and he was sleeping oh no <laughs> uh that's a no-no that's the what one you want to try to avoid right what i've been
1: told <laughs> is do not sleep while your baby is sleeping on you because yeah, yeah, not, yeah, that, that, could to, yeah that could lead to yeah that could to recipe for disaster
0: yeah yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well i haven't done that yet but knock on wood you know it doesn't happen um it's good to talk to you man how are you outside everything else how are you
0: uh, I'm I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Uh, yeah. You know, as I as I probably mentioned on the at last week's episode, uh, you know, my, my COVID virginity was broken over the Christmas mm. holidays. So, uh, you know, Reed and I we kind of planned for it, right? We, we we said for all of December, I'm not gonna go to any uh, work functions, uh, Christmas parties, no, uh, no Raptors games. Yeah, uh, Once we are within two weeks of Christmas, um, didn't matter. Got COVID and uh, mm. c'est la vie, I guess. But, you know, we're all good now. Yeah. Um, and, I'm glad. This past week, I uh, got back into it, started attending Raptors games again, uh, working for Raptors nice. HQ. So it was good to be back in the arena and uh, experience the games live again.
1: Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. Not, I'm not glad to hear that you have COVID, but I'm glad to hear that you're recovering from COVID because it's still going around. Of course, I don't think it's one of those things that I don't think it's going to leave us, which means that we have to be as careful as we can. Uh, but I'm glad to hear that you and your family are doing okay and recovering from that. Um, I have been watching games here and there, but it, it's funny thinking about you know past me, non-dad me, thinking about going to these games because... I'm watching a game start like, what, tip-off time is like 7.30, right? Mm -hmm. And then come like 9.30, I'm like, this game's not even in the fourth quarter yet. (laughs) What the hell? And then I'm just thinking about like people leaving the games, going through traffic or having to go through the TTC. I would... Like I would zero percent of me want to go to a game mm-hmm. right now because of how tired I am. Actually, funny story. One time before I was a dad, I went to go watch a, a band called Tool, a very yeah, uh, heavy yeah. rock. Heavy, I love that band. I was really excited to go watch it with my cousin. She came. She went with a couple of her friends as well. Her friend sat beside us, and he was a, a brand new dad, and he all during throughout the whole show, he was just dozing off all the time. And in my yeah. head, I'm like, what the hell's going on with this? This is tool, man. This is freaking tool. But now I understand. Because every time when the when a when a song f- would finish, he would just like wake up suddenly and start clapping. <laughs> and now,
0: <laughs> now I'm, here, I'm here, I'm here. I swear. Yeah, here. exactly. And so
1: I feel like if like if I were at the game and Pasco hit a three and everyone was cheering, I'd be like, oh, oh, oh hey, yeah, cool. <laughs> the cool, delayed cool. the delayed celebration. <laughs> Gotta love it. Yeah, yeah exactly, man. Uh, <laughs> But anyway, um, welcome back to That's a Red Podcast, a podcast by Raptors fans, for Raptors fans. But before we do that, Jay, I had a proposition for you. We don't have to do it today because Dre is not on this episode today. But once we do get us three back, there are a couple of things I wanted to try to change up with this pod. Um, yeah, new first, year, new us, right? Exactly. First thing I want to try, and I will, like, normally I do the hosting, uh, if I'm on, um, I think it's just something that we've all kind of accumulated to. And and if I'm not on, it mostly, mo- mo- it would be you at times and sometimes it would be Dre. But I'm thinking every time, every episode, we should all take a shot at hosting it. Yeah. At hosting the episode. What do you think about that?
0: I'm down for that. I mean, I, yeah. we, we did that at one point. We did. When we first started. Did we? we did go through, you know, we each take a turn and... Um, but then we you just kind of settle into roles, right? I mean, I guess so. You settled into hosting, and, and Dre settled into yeah. the, uh, the intros from the break and the, the outros at the end. Uh, it's yeah. Kind of settled in, but I'm hey, going to let you do it this up actually. a bit. Let's mix hey, yeah, it up a bit. Sure. Maybe, sure.
1: maybe next week you can do it the week after Drake can do it, and we can just continue to rotate. No, you know? for sure.
0: For sure, we yeah. all we all got it in us, right? So
1: nice. Absolutely. Another thing I wanted to try to do, and now I need to do a little bit more research for this, is instead of doing weekly recommends, which I do love doing, by the way, I was thinking we could try to do some weekly recommends for charities, and mm. most like, uh, more more so the grassroots charities, not like the nonprofit, because sometimes when you say nonprofit, it really does mean that they're taking profit from it, but f- you know, they're calling themselves nonprofit, regardless. I want to look up grassroots um, charities. It could be in and around the area or something that you're already working with or that you know somebody of, and that could be our weekly recommend. So every week we would have something to do with the charity that you can look up to or that you can do a little bit of research for. What do you think about that?
0: No, it sounds good. Um, You know, instead of giving the folks – three different weekly recommends the three of us can kind of put our heads together we've done this before where yeah you know, we kind of collab on the things we want to talk about in the pod why not collab on on uh, something that can help out the folks out there so yeah i'm, I'm yeah. down for that as well i'm down for that
1: cool i'm i'm down for that i will we'll definitely talk to dre about this and you know i think all three of us kind of are like-minded so i think throwing out some um giving the people some charities to to look up to 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 research and and do their do their own homework too would be a good stretch instead of you know talking about what's new on netflix you know what i mean but, I, I heard but you. I, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> although i do have something to watch but anyways <laughs> the raptors uh i know that last week i wasn't on the episode but you guys were talking about how it was it was a dark time it was a dark time for the Raptors. Uh, they were on a, a pretty low losing streak. Uh, you guys recorded right after the Bucks game where, where basically they didn't have a field goal until like the four minutes and it and it was a free throw that was before they got a point. It was just a bad that game. That had to be the worst of the season. Probably the worst I've, I've ever seen for a while. And it was a huge fake comeback. And I've, I do have to admit, I have to admit, I closed the game. Nice. I knew it. I around the third quarter because I was like, this is this is silly. You know, yes, there might be a fake comeback, but I didn't know it was going to be that. It was a fake comeback, but I didn't know. I I missed that whole Gary Trent Jr. three point tying to go to OT. I missed it all because I was like, I can't take this right now. I can't take the
0: the negativity
1: that was around this.
0: I should clarify. The reason why I said I knew that is not because I I think you're a bad Raptors fan who just gave up. You're a new dad, man. You gotta, you gotta maximize. I have to prioritize. You gotta, yes, exactly. yes, exactly. You can't, if, you can't be wasting an hour, two hours of your time on on a listen. game that is. Honestly, the first two hours, you, I wouldn't. Come on, you that was a boring anymore. ass
1: game exactly exactly I, I i wish someone would say just wait until the end you know just you yeah. have to you have to this fight one worth it. worth spoiling fast forward yes yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly go ahead yeah, good, you yeah. know it it you. Just fast forward <laughs> the two hours just watch the last half an hour you'll be fine that's yeah. what i wish someone would do but hey that is the life of a, a live sports fan right so i admit i didn't watch the last couple and i and then when i put, went back on twitter i was like oh my god we missed we missed this whole ordeal Amen.
0: i would have i I I told, I told I told I said to, to Dre at the pod, right? I, I know there were people who yeah. left, right? Before 100%. Ms. left. And I was talking to the to the media folks at the next game, and they were like, Yeah, man, there are people standing outside like trying to get their way back in. They weren't letting <laughs> him in. You left.
1: Oh no, I don't <laughs> want to be the Miami Heat fans. So exactly. No. No, no, no. I was one. I, I admit that. I admit that, man. But see, this is the thing. I feel I don't feel as bad because, because we Lost, like it's, it's more of like a lose lose situation, right? The fact that we lost in a fake comeback makes me feel better, I guess. A it's weird... a weird thing, <laughs> a uh, I see where you're going, but it's weird it's <laughs> you know, be true, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, oh, I didn't miss everything, I didn't miss the win, but I digress. The Raptors right now are fine. They, you know, we're recording this on the 13th. Uh, oh, is it Friday the 13th? I it mean, is hey. Friday the 13th, my friend. I do have my Jason Voorhees he's a lamp looking yes, at it. It's me. your day, man. It's your day. Yeah, it is. It is. Me and him. Spirit animals, uh, Friday the thirteenth, and they are on their first three game winning streak. Albeit they didn't play the best teams. Hey, hey, you take, team. them, you, you take a, you take them I know you take you take Ws wherever you can. But uh, let's just say the Charlotte Hornets make teams look good because they yeah, are, yeah. are terrible. I mean, uh, Ball is a fantastic player, and Terry Rosier is still scary Terry, but like they they are a terrible team. Um, the Raptors. Uh, these last two games by far the best uh, or not the best, but I, I wanted to talk to you about um, I know we haven't really made. I was just throwing out some notes uh, here here yeah. and there, but yeah. I, the first thing I want to ask you was Precious Achua. It's pretty nice to have him back, and I don't know about you. I don't know about Dre, but I was pretty underestimating his impact during the losing streak because while the losing streak was happening, it was more so we were thinking about, okay, these we're not making any shots. We're not making any threes. Fred is clearly not him himself. See, like we're wasting Siakam's prime. What has to change? And I didn't think that precious would not, no, don't, don't get me wrong. He's not like the complete difference maker. He's only playing like average 14 minutes a game at the moment, but like the last two games, He's made a huge impact. Four of eight from three from the last two two games. The last game himself recorded five steals by himself. He's a huge difference maker coming off the bench um, that I underestimated during that losing streak. Were you in the same boat? Were you kind of thinking, is Precious really going to be that big of a difference maker?
0: I think that throughout the season, myself and, and, and you and Dre have been a little bit more patient. With this team than others, I know that there a lot of folks are are like neck deep in in tanking already. Yeah, Mm -hmm. uh, where where I think we on this pod have maybe put our toe in the water, if if you want to use that analogy. Yeah, I'd say Um, so. Yeah, and and as I relate that to Chua, I was excited for when he would come back, and also uh, wanted to be patient, right? And and that's. That's kind of where we're at. It's not like I was so deep into Raptors should lose and they are no good and Precious will do nothing that his his recent turnaround and the career high five steals he had uh, last night were, were, were eye popping. It was just more, you know, it will come when it will come, and he's going to work his way back into game shape. And I'll admit that it, it, the five steals were a bit uh, unexpected, but at the mm-hmm. same time, um, you're seeing the the positive impact that he could have on the team and you know, whether it is hitting threes or or defending the other uh players, um one of their best offensive superstars, uh it's good to have that. There's a multiplier effect to that, right? It it allows other folks to guard other people and play different roles and not always be forced into, okay, we are playing with our bench right now, which aren't giving us anything on the offensive or defensive end. Uh let's just kind of like survive these minutes until we bring back in the starters and play them for 40 minutes. No, it's yeah. good. That that precious is back and playing at this level already. Um and of course like great assault, it's Charlotte Hornets, whatever. But at the same time, this is great for his confidence, right? And we saw what yeah. the second half of the season last year was with him taking threes with confidence. Um, you know, taking up the ball with confidence. Like there's there's something to that. And a game like last night um, will help to build that. Right, and again, talking about that domino effect. Now the starters are no longer playing forty minutes, right, because the bench mm-hmm. can kind of prop them up. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it's 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 great to see him, and and again, the effect he has on those around him. I saw a stat about uh, the bench unit. I believe it was Gary plus bench. So that was yeah. Malachi, uh, Chris, Precious, and I think it was Coloco Yeah, are yeah. are a net positive, right? And that's huge because if you can get Um, let's say five minutes in the second quarter from them and another five minutes in the third quarter from them, then you're golden, right? Then none Mm -hmm. of your starters are hitting 40 minutes and and you can can kind of balance the scale there a bit and they're not winded by the end of the game.
1: And, and having a bench that's positive is a huge positive because normally when you throw out a bench plus a starter, you're hoping to tre- just tread water. You just hope that they just break even, right? Until yeah. the starters yeah. come back because the starters are very good uh, for us. But once we recently, or before these th- last three games, the bench has been a huge, huge like downswing. Uh, so to have them be a positive, man, that's crazy. And I think when it, I, I, I want to preach that patience when it comes to precious that you were saying, because he's like a, he's like a wrecking ball, right? You don't really know exactly what you're get at. And a lot of times it's going to be uh, the whole, oh, 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 I don't know if you should shoot that. And Oh, nice shot, you know, or <laughs> he's a cl- classic, no, no, no. Yes. Shooter. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. A classic of that. And, but he also compliments, uh, what the starters bring. So I remember what Chauncey Billups said about the defense that the Raptors bring. They they cause a lot of chaos, uh, and that's bears true to the starters and also precious in itself because he causes so much chaos, both offensively and defensively. And that's the patience that you have to go with because he would give you the the threes, right? He would give you the offensive rebounds, the 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 blocks and the dunks but he would also give you like crazy shots sometimes or like like turnovers that you have no idea where he's going or sometimes i don't know why he's dribbling up the up the full court but then you see him like he's a, I, I argue he's the most athletic player on this team so mm-hmm. just to be patient with him let him do those you know acrobatic movements that no one has ever seen before and then maybe you know the positivity will come out of it. So, yeah, I agree with you. You just have to pack some
0: patience when it comes to watching Precious Achua. Yeah. No, I, I hear you. And and I think that can be extended to the rest of the team now that we are at full strength. And uh, it's going to be, I'm going to say this once, but assume it for the rest of the year. Whenever I say full strength, that means that we acknowledge that the unfortunate news that Otto Porter Jr. is out for the season. And we also yes. acknowledge that The G League players are with the G League team, so this is the closest the Raptors will get all year to being full strength. Yeah, Um, and and yeah, the the patience should be rewarded, starting to be rewarded with this three game win streak, and hopefully that continues uh, against the the Hawks uh, on Saturday. And when it
1: comes to Otto Porter. I believe we're getting like an insured exception when you can get half the amount of his salary. They've they've applied for it. They've applied for it. It's up 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 to the NBA
0: to say Uh, yes or no. um, And that their decision will be based on the severity of the injury. So if it is he's out for the quote unquote season, but it's the kind of thing where he could be back, let's say, um, for the playoffs. If the Raptors had like a deep playoff run, like, oh, they're playing in like late May. And he could be back. They will get this money. But if it's one of those like it'll take you all the way. It's literally out for the season. Like it's like you're you're yeah. looking at July. Uh, then they'll they'll probably get it. So that's that's what the NBA right. is weighing right now is the severity of the injury. But the,
1: but the thing is, uh, if they they do accept it, they only get half of the salary, which yes. I believe is three million because they yeah. offered him six million, and they don't get a roster spot. Correct. like the his Correct. his roster spot doesn't actually come off the books Correct. so they still keep yeah, yeah. uh so that that was pretty disappointing uh, i mean um, we'll, it was a really really small sample size he wasn't even there for some uh summer camp he he wasn't there for preseason he was only a couple of games and he showed flashes yeah but outside of that it was this is more like go with the norm like we haven't we you the raptors didn't really play with auto uh nor are we gonna see auto it was just more of like well that sucks let's just let's just keep going so yeah i think it's it's quite disappointing and we definitely need that shooting um presence but hey what do what are you gonna do okay jay i know that um a whole bunch of trade talks have been kind of floating around I think the trade deadline is February 9th, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, First off, first things first. Okay. I need to ask you, and I know that I believe uh, the Raptor show already asked this question, but I want to ask you too, if you were to trade a starter, because let's be real, there's not really much we can get back. If we trade any of our bench, if we were to trade a starter and I'm saying Scotty Pascal, uh, OG Fred and, and, uh, Gary, thank you. Who of them would you be willing to trade?
0: Uh, it's it, part of it's a cop out answer, and it it, it for me it, it depends on the direction that you're going. So if you are going mm. the direction of we're the Raptors will tank for for Wembenyama or, or Scoot, um, my suggestion would be almost anyone really, um, maybe anyone uh. but but Scotty or or Pascal. The reason why I would say that, and again, if you told me at the beginning of the season not even suggest a trade that involved OG and O.B., uh, I I wouldn't believe you at all. Um, But I I went, uh, I did an exercise with um, Sports Illustrated's James Pallowright a couple weeks ago. He he reached out and said, "Uh, you know, I'm thinking about, you know, he writes for the about the Charlotte Hornets. He says, hey, we have our eyes on O.G. Can we do some mock trade? And we went through some trade ideas and. Ultimately, I said if if the Hornets were to try to acquire OG, they'd have to give up their first round pick this year unprotected, and he that was a flat yeah. no from him. It was like no, yeah, that's it, and, and that's that's where it all ended. But that's kind <laughs> of the value that he's worth now, right? I mean, the rumors flying around OG are around um, what's his value, right? Is it is it is he gonna command the kind of draft pick haul that Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert did? Close to it, yeah. Or, or DeJounte mm-hmm. Murray. I, I would agree. So, mm-hmm. um, again, sorry, going back to your question, it depends. If they're going to be tanking, then anyone but but Scotty really. Um, the Pascal offer would be, have to be incredible. Um, but he would also garner the most interest and would command that kind of draft haul if you're going to be tanking. If the idea is to make this season better, then I would pick Gary as the one guy that could uh, that could be the one that could help you. Uh, maybe even Fred, and the only reason I I, I say either or, um, Fred's earning more, so he could command more in, in terms of bringing back someone. But it, that, that's much harder to replace. So I guess by default we're left with with Gary here in terms of someone who has substantial yeah. salary to get someone of of substance back, and also is is someone that uh, could be useful on a playoff team. So um, I, think, I guess it's Gary's my answer. So to your
1: point, Gary's uh, contract is up in twenty twenty three, which is an, actually a player option. He is not going to agree to that eighteen mil. There's no way he's going to ask for he's going to ask for over twenty. I think. Uh yeah. and f- yeah, the real the, at, the, at, the Raptors got him
0: on a good deal. So yeah, he, he,
1: and the fact yeah. that he's like twenty three and much younger than Fred VanVleet in basketball years. Yes, like realistically, if you're if you're looking at trading for you know, value, um, and you you don't want to put too much on your books for next year, knowing what, what Gary offers, and Gary is playing very well right now, and you're not going to take away the core of Pascal, Fred, OG, and, and Scotty. Gary is kind of the uh, lone wolf. Um, however, if I were to answer this question, I think the biggest trade market would be OG because yep. – Arguably, he's playing the best he's ever played as a Raptor right now. His trade value, and I hate to talk about players as values, but this is the you know, this is the organization, this is the Raptors. This is what we're trying to build as a team. And OG Ananobi is one he's on, he, he's on the books for next year. He has a player option for 2024, and he is playing incredibly. And I think that his trade value is the highest right now. And I agree with you. I don't know about, you know, five first-round draft picks if you were to go bare. I, I don't know about that, but it, I do think that we could get at least two to three first and, and a good rotation player, maybe two for OG Ananomi. And does that help you in, you know, uh, in the short run? Probably not. But if you were to think about, like, I remember listening to another podcast. I think it was the Rapcast. Uh, and they were saying how, the raptors or messiah and bobby track record um not they don't know they don't have the best track record when it comes to trades like yes they traded for for Kawhi and that got you a championship but that also means that he, like we all knew that he was going to leave like deep down inside we all knew that he was going to leave and he was there here for one year Thank thankfully we got the championship but that also means that we got him for nothing else after. But not only Kawhi, that we didn't get anything else, we also didn't get anything else for Damar. We also didn't get anything else for Jakob Um Thankfully, we got something for Kyle Lowry, which became Precious Chua, but we have, if we were to make sure to get the most out of what OG is delivering right now, we would have to do a trade. We, ha- we have to get something out of these trades. We have to get something some picks something um where like the raptors are really good at player development and but when it comes to trades and that's where messiah and bobby don't really have the best track record so i kind of i feel like they're not really gonna do much honestly uh they again their track record is kind of like staying put but if you were to trade anybody uh and to get the most value i would say og and it
0: uh, I I'd only combat a couple. I I actually combat a couple of things that you said there. Uh, I, okay. I don't agree with the whole uh, we got nothing. You know, I, there there's so much value in that championship. Like I, I will never question. Yeah. What that, we like that's what was... lost after. You know. Yeah. Kawhi walked and and Gasol walked and like, everyone walked, but the championship outweighs all of that, right? So I, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. And I think I think if we look back at our old podcast, I'm pretty sure we probably said something to the effect of. I would make these trades and, and have <laughs> yeah. the Raptors yes. be horrible forever. You're you one correct. <laughs> you're
1: correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure, for sure.
0: But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, uh, and and another one that's it's starting to and I think I may have mentioned this in the last week's episode. Uh, there is a growing concern. Um, like I think there are more chinks in the armor that the Raptors player development is as solid as it used to be, um, and and part of that is uh, a product of of Messiah and Bobby's draft record of, of late. And let's exclude Scotty because that, that was a home run. That was definitely a home run. But if we think about the the picks that the Raptors have been kind of known for in terms of finding value, you know, where Siakam and OG and, and even Fred being undrafted, uh, those stories have been dwindling of late, right? If you think about mm. Flynn not really reaching his potential and, well, it's still too early on, on Coloco, you think about you know David Johnson and Delano Benton and like it's it's the track record is actually not that great. Um, the last success story, as it were, for someone that was either undrafted or or or, or wasn't traded for uh, was Chris Boucher, which is like almost five years ago. Chris Boucher came in on in a, in a on a two way, and his development's been amazing. But he's really the last success story that we have. After that, there, there really hasn't been any. I can't name any. I don't. I don't know if you can, but that's mm. that's really it. So, um, there there is a little bit of concern there, right? So, as as the Raptors possibly try to stockpile on draft picks, um, my hope is that those draft picks are a bit higher because like you, you, they had an outstanding run, knocked the 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 ball out of the park with those picks in the twenties. But if you're gonna start getting picks for guys like OG or Gary, Let's hope that they're in the lottery. Let's hope that they are higher value. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like I said, they hit a home run with Scotty. So uh, let's see if that they can continue that uh, with if if they go down this road.
1: So I know that um, there w- w- there are some trade ideas that were kind of uh, circled around the press. Uh, I know that there are a couple of from like LA trade ideas, Sacramento, Phoenix, Memphis. Is there one that like kind of sticks up to you that that could potentially make sense oh boy
0: okay this is hard this is very okay. hard <laughs> i will pick one okay. i, I okay. sent you a list of a bunch of uh of trade ideas uh like i there there's one um uh s s uh, has been doing a, a, a this 30 team trade thing you should check out his twitter um and uh, he's got a couple that are really good. There's one that goes to the Pelicans where it's like Fred, but we get back Dyson Daniels and Naji Marshall. It, it's actually a really solid deal. Um, but because I can't remember the exact specifics, I won't I won't repeat it here. But if you can check out his Twitter, he's he's, he's really killing it as the Raptors' fake GM. Um, <laughs> Eric Korean uh, released a couple of articles on the Athletic. Um, you know, if the Raptors were to head down the road of possibly trading their core players. Um, and he threw out some ideas to fellow beat writers of those respective teams. And some were rejected. Some were accepted. I think the one that kind of jumps out to me, the one that was a, a big yes from the other writer was um, uh, a trade with the Lakers. And this one is going to be eye-popping, but I, it, it does warrant some explanation. So the trade okay. would be Fred, Fred, Gary and Chris to the Lakers for Westbrook, Max Christie and the 2027 and 2029 first rounders. So the thinking behind this, you know, I have always been very anti Westbrook, but the thinking behind this is a, uh, you, uh, I guess, offload Fred and Gary before uh, the discussion goes around their contracts. It does actually free you from those decisions because the the Raptors are going to be entering a salary crunch uh, this offseason, right? If we think about Pascal's extension, Fred's extension, Gary's going to want more, as you pointed out already. Uh, it's going to be very tight. You're essentially saying that uh, if you want to keep those guys, you got to pay for them. And therefore, we are, quote unquote, stuck with the current roster. And as you're seeing, this current roster is not championship ready, uh, at least not until yeah. Scotty's. Leap continues, right? So um the thinking is we'll offload Fred and Gary, we'll pick up Westbrook, we'll pay the hefty price tag for him for I, I believe he's an expiring this year. So it's really just one year, I think, maybe even next year. I can't remember. Um that fills the salary uh part of it. Uh Max Christie, uh the Lakers really covered him. He's kind of like a a, a rookie, he's kind of like the next version of of Taylor Horton Tucker where it's the, oh, the, the young one who they, they don't want to part with, but fine, we'll do it. Um, so there's some promise there. He's promising a young fellow there, but the prize in all this, the one that everyone in the league wants are those two first rounders. Like there's, I know that it's hard to envision 2027 and 2029 as being, you know, it seems so far away, but those are really, really high value first rounders to the point where they are being, left out of trade ideas with the pacers as they try to get Buddy healed and miles turner like that's how coveted those picks are they don't want to part with one or both of those so Damn. if they're willing to part with even one of those um that's huge the fact that the raptors can get both of them for guys that could technically just walk if they wanted to is is, is a win for the raptors Again, I know that's very hard to envision. And the reason why those two picks specifically are are high value is because LeBron's getting older. He's going to retire soon, or he's going to leave. The Lakers' current roster construction is horrid. So they're nowhere close to being um, anything good by the time uh, 2027 rolls around. This could be a very high lottery pick. 2029, same thing. So that's why that's of high value. That's why I reluctantly would say yes to that but i'm trying to think long term here so
1: so um, 2027
0: 2029 unprotected yeah it would be unprotected and that's that's Uh, where you really gotta consider it right and yeah one final point on this westbrook um going from fred and gary to westbrook is is a downgrade right if you think about (laughs) like what we're talking about like the only two shooters, <laughs> two shooting yeah, guards literally. to, yeah, to yeah. Westbrook. Think of it from the other side. If if the, the intention is, okay, the Raptors are not going to go for a championship this year, that might help ignite the tank. And if that's mm. the case, you have, uh, I guess, a fun back half of the season with Westbrook. Then let's see if we can get some lottery luck again, land Victor, land Scoot. And pair them up with Barnes, OG Siakam, and Precious, and that's it. That's our. That's your future right there, right? So yeah, that's why I like that. Um, thoughts on that? I, I that's think a some ideas too. Wow,
1: that's honestly that's a blockbuster. That's that's too. That's so big of a trade for me that I. It's kind of hard to comprehend. The, the like I I can see. Frank I could see the Lakers doing this man because I'm looking at the roster construction for the Lakers and it's a mess it's a mess, it's Russell, a mess. Russell, Russell LeBron and Anthony are uh, like 47 mil for Russell LeBron's 44. Anthony is 37 mil Patrick Beverley is 13 mil everyone under everyone else is under 7 mil like it, after that it's it's a complete it's a complete it's like zeros all around for for the Raptors, though, it's oddly enough I could see that happening, but it depends. Like, I remember asking you, "Was like which way would you go, or which which starter would you want to trade?" And it, it all depends on where you want to go. And it, in this direction, it's all about tanking per se. Mm. The only reason why I would hate to see that is because I, I'm not. I'm never for a tank. I'm never thinking. Yeah. I would never yeah. want a, my team to go to a rebuilding stage because. Not only yeah i I understand Fred is is aging and i and I believe that his best days are probably behind him, but Pascal is is not at his peak yet I think that he has ways to go I think he can get there uh to the top five and if we were to tank you're we're just like throwing away such a, a an amazing Years for Pascal. And the same thing with OG. Now, do I think OG is going to continue on the stride and become even a bigger, uh, a better, bigger, better player? Perhaps. But right now, we're watching Pascal flourish as one of the top players in the NBA. Like, we're talking uh, second team NBA. Can he be top five? Maybe. And I would hate to see that go to waste. Because if we were to give up Feb Gary, Gary Tranjura, Chris Boussey, arguably our top three uh, or yeah top two three-pointers uh, three three-point shooters krups boucher is basically your bench three-point shooter uh and just leave it all to pascal and and og and uh, a westbrook that's clearly not going to resign with us next year that would suck That would suck and but this is the spoiled raptors fans talking right we've we the the amount of negativity going around this like whole uh we should blow it up and, and this team sucks and everything. You know how long us Raptors fans have gone through a shitty time with a shitty team and watching a shitty product. And I'm not saying that if we were to do this trade they would become shit because we still have Pascal Siakam. I mean he is a top five freaking player. But it, you know sometimes we have to go through these yeah a rebuilding uh, eras in order to become uh the championship team that we were before to build uh to build from scratch start from scratch. So if this if you were to do this trade Jay that means that yes we're starting from scratch but we're wasting Pascal Siakam and that's we're, why I, I don't, don't think
0: do we're, this thing is we're not starting from scratch. Like this trade let's say this trade happens in <clears throat> close to the deadline, right? Like both teams kind of need to do something it happens around February 9th. By then You've got about 55-ish, 50-ish games of the season done. So what you're really, quote-unquote, wasting, in my eyes, I guess this is me trying to sugarcoat this a bit, uh, you're only wasting about 30 games (laughs) of of, uh, prime-ish. Because if it works out, if the gamble works out, you get a high lottery pick and you're right back in it next year. Like, It's not like... You're throwing. It's not like the the uh, the process where you're throwing away years. We're talking mm. about the back half of a lost season. Um, maybe yeah. And, and then 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 you've got like <laughs> again glass at full. You end up with with Wimbanyama, You're right back in like to hardcore contention with like a generational star in addition to the ones you already have in Barnes and Siakam, right? So it's yeah. That's, that's my my idealist thinking here. And I think that's why a lot of people are on team tank. It's like, okay, what if the Raptors make zero trades? They just tank and they can improve their team tenfold this offseason by landing a, a top pick. So I get it, though. I get it, though. E- even just wasting 10 games of, of Siakam at this rate is 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 hard, to, is a mm-hmm. tough pill to swallow. Mm-hmm. Um And you break up,
1: you would break up that Pascal Fred dynamic. They they came up in the league together. They won a championship together. They won a freaking G League championship together. They're in it to win it together. And if you if you were to break up those two, and I think that you know take away the stats, I'm sure you listen to the JJ Reddit podcast with Fred. Like he is asked to do a lot more than just scoring points. And sometimes you know he yes he's missed uh, more than not those those baskets or those three pointers where they could have win the game but fred is asked to do much more than just score points and i think that fred's um responsibility for this team is is you know you you can't you can't take that away you know like it's it's kind of like the the stats aren't going to show what fred does for this team and the team needs that leadership uh he, he needs that like Steadiness, I I would say, and kind of let the let the I don't know. It's hard to say what Fred brings, and that's not just like on the stat sheets. It's just hard to let go of Fred for me, for me. In, in, like, if you put, if you took away Fred Van Vleet in this trade, get Gary Trent and Boucher for Westbrook Christie and maybe one of the first. Sure. Let's do it. <laughs> but I don't think, I don't think LA is going to do it. They, they probably want a, an actual guard to, w- with the Lakers. So, but, but again, I, I wouldn't do it. I, I it's hard. It's, I'm hard pressed to give, give up Fred for
0: anybody still. And this is just, why neither of crazy. us are, are GMs. Yes, I know. Yes. I know. This is ha- why we do a podcast. <laughs> from I, our I know we, we gotta head into a break here. But did you have one you want to throw out really quickly? Or no, idea
1: or honestly, I, I can't. I I don't have I don't have <laughs> one. I like if I were to do, like because if I did, I would I would say like I like every fan on 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 every team. It they over uh yeah estimator. we're going to put
0: overvalue our own guys exactly
1: yeah, exactly I, I would be like give me give me chris boucher for freaking tyrese halliburton you know what i mean yeah yeah no, I so I
0: even if i did it would just i would sound ridiculous and i, no I know what i, I we know. have we have four weeks until the deadline lots of rumors are going to pop up lots yeah. of names are going to pop up that's true. In other words, we have like four more episodes to continue doing fake trades. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. uh, you've got time. We can we can continue yeah. this convo in the next episode.
1: Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Who knows? Maybe we're gonna go on like a six to seven game winning streak and then all everything it goes is all peachy and hey, hey. it comes to Raptors Land. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Knock up. All right, let's take a real real quick break and we'll we'll uh step back from the Raptors and talk about some some <laughs> Uh, first marketplace specific mall shoes. All right. We'll, we'll talk <laughs> to you soon. This is why we need dre because he's really quick and quippy about yes. what 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 is to say so what did. yes yeah right welcome back to that's Rip podcast A podcast by raptors fan for raptors fan it's nice to talk raptors with uh jay um dre hopefully will join us next week but we were talking about some trade ideas in the first half but you know i i <sighs> Knock on wood. I'm hoping that this team turns it around. Right now, we're on a three-game winning streak. We don't know what like the Raptors are going to play Atlanta uh, tomorrow, and I believe the Knicks. Yes, yeah, the Knicks, in Timberwolves. So I don't, I don't know. I mean. It, this could be a tur- like the last episode was a tur- you, we called that episode a turning point. This could be the next turning point. You know, <laughs> no, we're,
0: we're, <laughs> it's, still it's just... that, we're still in that. We're still the turning point means that it's going upwards, and they're going upwards right now. Right, it? right, exactly. I mean, we're we're four games away by being
1: eighth place. You know, I I just don't see like if you go on a run, and this is the the whole point of like being such a uh, compact. uh Eastern Conference, even and in, in, in this case, also the Western Conference, but like you go on a six game winning streak, you're right in the mix of things, right? And w- like right now, number four, the Cavaliers are, are fourth place and we swept them, right? Not saying that we can sweep them in the, in the playoffs, but like these, these, te- like we, we can beat these teams. This, the Knicks right now are the sixth. And I just feel like give what, what cures everything is winning, right? So let's go on a somewhat of a winning streak. Let's not win two games and lose three in a row. Let's win three or four. Lose one. Let's win another three and a four. Lose another one. You know, let's <laughs> let's go back to the winning ways. Okay. Jay, I gotta I I I gotta ask you, man. Um the youth so the Miami Heat. Their arena used to be called they their arena used to be called the airline or American Airlines Arena, aka the AAA, uh, until um, they until a I guess a cryptocurrency. Um, debacle came about or, or, or <laughs> be, became so basically ftx were the ones who were became bought over the miami heat arena and after a whole like the bankruptcy and you know, a charge fraud money laundering everything with sam bankman freed who was the head of ftx now the the ceo of or i guess what would you call them I don't i don't even know basically miami is stripping out the ftx sponsorship and now calling the arena exactly that the arena uh <laughs> what the heck can that uh it it kind of reminds me of when I guess the Washington team in the nFL they called themselves the Washington football team, oh no, but that it was different they, that was different
0: yeah okay the the
1: wait, how's it different? tell me
0: they no because the they were removing a defamatory name right? they, were, they Agreed. were called right so they but just needed didn't... a year to get the right licensing and whatever so. So are
1: they still going to be the Washington football team, or they? No, no, they changing... changed
0: their name. They're, they're they're they've been the Washington Commanders this year. So the, oh, name. okay, that's a better. Uh, yeah, that's a better. Yeah. Okay, okay, great, great, great.
1: So, in this case, the arena is hilarious. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know any other arena that's called the arena. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that,
0: bro? Uh, I will. I will uh, say that I like it. Um, i
1: kind of do too
0: i i kind of i, I kind like of for, for possibly different reasons than you i like it because it's straight to the point but mostly because mm-hmm. actually no, no no let me backtrack i don't like it uh, uh, i know why the arena is so like it's like saying that uh, uh it adds a certain kind of status to it right like, yeah that i'm at the arena right you emphasize <laughs> the and all of a sudden it has this yeah. grander yeah. thing to it but yeah, the right. reason why i'm against it is because um <laughs> twice now uh the the sponsorship there was a a pitch to have it sponsored by none other than bang bros um no so way twice <laughs> twice Why? they've tried that's uh, amazing they put together proposals. What, are, they, are they like based in miami or something i don't know i assume so <laughs> um to be that's like incredible. the official sponsor and all that and it's like that's the, incredible the memes and the jokes would have been endless and i kind of oh, yeah. wanted to see that oh, yeah. um
1: could but, you imagine Kyle Lowry with the a, a Bang Bros <laughs> uh, just on the top left corner, just being uh, number seven, Bang Bros? <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And I, Ooh, I can't imagine, I like, I, I can't imagine, like, Mike Breen being in the arena and every time <laughs> he says bang, like, <laughs> I don't know, man. Really, you see, uh, like, even us just now, the, the jokes are easy, easy. Yeah. And now you got to yeah. be with the, the arena, like, oh, come on listen but, okay I, I see your side you like it though right
1: the okay i like the arena just because you're right it has a, like the little je ne sais quoi of like the arena i mean like i i love the air Canada center it, it not only because it was synonymous to like canadians right it's it's air canada shit and we also named one of our own uh vince carter uh, uh air canada so i loved air canada but now becoming like another now it's you know scotia bank arena just doesn't have a have the gusto you know we're just like another bank uh but become be known as the arena it, like it, i don't think it's synonymous to like i don't know staples center or something like it's not going to be as as or i just it, i think an arena gets its gets its um bearings when things happen in it like yeah, the like Kobe definitely made Staples Center. They're never going to call that Crypto Arena ever. They're always it's always going to be a Staples Center. But if Miami, let's say, wins a, a bunch of championship at the arena, that's going to make it the arena. So whoever is going to take it over, it's always going to be called the arena. So I I think that's going to be I think that's kind of cool.
0: You know, I, I, you almost I think you're you're get you were I was following you up until a certain point. I think maybe I'm I'm mixing your words here a bit, but like I okay. feel like where the benefit of the arena is that it goes back to a time when we were kids and there were no sponsors and Mm. it was names like the like maple leaf gardens or great western forum or skydome right like yeah it 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 described the place it was uh it was it wasn't bogged down by by marketing dollars and sponsorship deals um, there's a bit of an old school feel to that, right? But then it also yeah. feels like it's, it, it just feels right that an arena or whatever uh, is not a quote unquote sellout, right? It's, yeah. this is who we are. And <laughs> Miami's saying that. It's like, yeah, that's right. We are the arena. Okay, cool. Yeah. I yeah. like that. Until Bang Bros takes it over. Until you know, Bang Bros takes over. <laughs> yeah, i yeah, really yeah, like yeah. that one. That would be
1: hilarious. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, listen, man, like every year, I'm pretty sure the most searched upon things on google is porn so it makes it makes sense yo sex sells i'm 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 just i'm don't don't kill the messenger uh okay jason tatum's shoe bro have you seen these shoes have you seen Uh, these first i have actually i've
0: actually seen them in person i was at the flea market uh (laughs) last (laughs) week i'm pretty sure i saw it so
1: I show this to Christine and then the first thing was like, yo, did Deuce make these? <laughs> is that, they is that like they look like basics? What is that? What yeah. Is that? They look like they they look like they should have wheels to them, you know? That <laughs> for, for like 10 year olds. Like maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it is like meant for Deuce. You know, like he yeah. he they wanted maybe Jason Tanner was like, screw your uh, you know, uh signature shoe nike everything like i want i'm gonna make shoes for my kid and if that's the case then i'll buy it by all means but like if this was like this is number one jason Tatum, this is number one your your first signature shoe and i like i shit you not this looks like i used to buy these um i couldn't afford jordans or not, honestly i didn't really know the difference between jordans or and one or i wasn't a shoe I, i'm not still not a shoe fanatic but I knew what the Shaq shoe was because you know, Shaq had had like this logo where he's like dunking on a dunking on a net and you can see his silhouette, but those shoes were terrible and they looked terrible. And this kind of reminds me of like a, just a Shaq shoe, you know, it, it looks fake. It looks fake to me, man. Like it, it looks terrible. And I don't, I don't know, man, like, fans let let us know if you're gonna cop these or not especially shoe fanatics because this is a number one this is a is his first signature shoe i, you're I think you're not talking about was... a scrub either like jason tatum is one of the biggest stars in the world so to it have be a big his, deal. First shoe, his first yeah. shoe should be a big deal
0: and you know what i, I i'm gonna commend him because i'm gonna i'm gonna go with what your first thought was like maybe he just had his, his his kid make it maybe he pulled off the Homer Simpson and Herb you know what like, <laughs> you're yes. my blood I want you I'm yes. going to trust you with this yes. drop something we'll make it happen there's not enough domes man there's, there's not a, enough there, Like,
1: I want I want
0: it? this to be unveiled with the la cucaracha playing. yeah yeah like, this, <laughs> that's all that's missing <laughs> every every time that you jump in the
1: cucaracha
0: it's to play or something
1: <laughs> oh that's be amazing
0: that's, That's so good.
1: Hey, man. I mean, like when when I saw the 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 shocks, like you remember the shocks from Vince Carter's shoe? Yeah, yeah. I thought those were pretty silly, and then they kind of started to gain a little bit of traction, and then it now started really, really cool. I mean, maybe maybe this is the nah, next trend. Is, like, I don't. This is not.
0: This is not on the level of the shocks. It this is, is not. okay. Is this real, Jay? Is this <laughs> is this a leak? Are we like, being trolled? I'm, yeah, exactly right. Is it's he like, trolling like, us? These, <laughs> this is like it's so not so even like it's not even green. Like, yeah, you can just, yeah. Just, just show love well, to I Boston bet. at least. Make make the like the, the first picture be green at least.
1: This is why you see. This is why I think it's fake because I feel like someone took a picture. You can see the clear, terrible Photoshop like around the shoe, and it's not green. So they either like change the the color scheme of it or like they. I don't know how would you call it, the gamma of it and maybe maybe this is green maybe this is what better than it looks who knows or maybe this does definitely has wheels and has like colors on the on the bottom of, of like kids shoes although I do think those are really cool you know those kids shoes that when you step on it it starts to light up and stuff mm. I've always wanted those I've always wanted those
0: it's never it's never too late man it's never too late. <laughs> I feel like we should bring those back matching up oh. shoes with uh with noah that that's that's hey that's the Jay. next thing. To listen listen jt if
1: you did that if you did that for this year if you call this the deuce that that's a terrible <laughs> name on. but if you call this the Deuce, <laughs> i'd buy
0: <laughs> did you hear Tatum drop the deuce yeah <laughs> oh gosh no no no, no. Yeah, yeah, failure. Yeah yeah.
1: yeah yeah number two or, or the, it would be worse if it was the, the second shoe be the deuce too <laughs> Deuce part two. I don't know. You deuced again. You deuced again. <laughs> well done. Uh Jay. Okay. Um, well, though though we don't have any weekly recommends when it comes to
0: charities just
1: yet, do you have a weekly recommend for this week?
0: Oh, uh I was not prepared for that because I thought we were gonna do nonprofit stuff, but that was for next week, actually. Um, yeah. last week I recommended the menu. You recommended Alice in Borderland. Mm-hmm um i'm talking out loud so i can remember what i would have possibly recommended oh okay uh on netflix uh there is a and i don't really care for reality shows okay. um I, I think because they all are kind of you know they're kind of all similar in some way shape or form i don't know anyways there's a show called pressure cooker uh that came out um last week or whatever two weeks ago anyways it's a great it's a great name for a show by the way it is a great name for a
1: show if you were to guess what it was
0: about would you would you, would you
1: i well see venture. the problem is i only know pressure cookers from like asian uh households okay. so if 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 i were to make a show called pressure cooker it would have to be like some sort of like filipino uh mm-hmm. cooking show and i would i would wash the shit out of that
0: so okay well you got me there uh, can i can i I think I, I I might have won you with this then because Pressure Ooh. Cooker is a mix of Big Brother and a cooking show. So hey,
1: it, that's it cool. is,
0: uh, I think, 10 chefs in a house, Big Brother style, and all of their challenges are food related. Um, Very cool. It is, I, again, I don't really care for reality shows, to be honest with you, but like, I saw this pop on my Netflix. I threw on the first episode as kind of like background noise while I was doing other things. And I mm-hmm. did not do the other things. I just sat there <laughs> and watched and I got hooked. Uh, very bingeable. Um, I think it's eight episodes, uh, 45 minutes each. So anyways, that's my weekly recommend. Cool. Very bingeable. Go watch Pressure Cooker. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I would say that
1: my, uh, my weekly recommend this week is The Game, The Last of Us. Uh, because tomorrow. Yeah, ha- no, the, or, the, sorry. then the series is coming out. Then the series comes out, the, the Last of Us TV series. And the reason why I say the game is because if you like the last of us game is the i to me the best game i've ever played in my life like they and i've played a lot of video games and it just could be where i was at the time or something uh, because like if you listen to a song that might be the best song of your life because it was something that you were thinking about or or you felt but while i was playing that game it just like hit me it it, it something about it and it, it is the best game that i've ever played so if you are a fan of if you're wanting to watch the show give a chance and just try out the video game first or watch it on youtube or something because it's it's a beautiful it's a horrific uh game um mm-hmm. but it's so much more than that and so i'm very intrigued about uh, what they're going to do with the show uh and i know that a lot of video game adaptations have been terrible the thinking like mortal Kombat, thinking to oh wait, tomb raider actually is not that bad but like just thinking about video game adaptations they are not the best so to think yeah. that they're they're changing or they're adapting this video game the best video game that i've ever played into a into a show makes me nervous but i'm also quite uh interested so i recommend the video game the last of us first before you Good watch the, the show. Good yeah. choice. And it, and it sounds my... like
0: Noah is the last of us to take a nap. Um Yes. Yes in or in the back
1: <laughs> That's also awesome. no honestly it the last of us to take nap is both Christine and I. He he has <laughs> been this entire day. <laughs> um all right, well there you have it. It's again it's great to talk to you. It's I, I miss Dre as well, so hopefully we can talk to him next or next week. But until then, Raptor fans, that's a wrap